Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. So, there I was, standing on the ground less than 10 yards away from an 8-point Adirondack buck, both hands in my pockets and my bow on the ground as the buck stared directly into my eyes. Crap. Marcy, Skylight, Gray, Cliff, and Redfield, done. Now the long walk back to the lodge. 3.55 a.m., just signed in, Santanoni range, let's go. The wind is whipping here in the Seward range today. Just finished the Macomb slide and my legs are on fire. Well, I fell victim to the floating logs again. Made it to the top of East Dix, peak number three of five for today here in the Dix range. Avalanche Pass. On top of Rocky Peak Bridge, it's like a hurricane up here. Rain and wind here on Tabletop. Whiteface, number six. Muddy day here on Street and Nye for number seven and eight. Sunny and blue on Haystack. Algonquin, up in the clouds, number 18. Gothics, number 22. Panther, number 38. Allen, number 45. 7.12 a.m., big slide, Adirondack 46er. You're listening to the 46 of 46 podcast. October 2nd, 2023. It was a calm, overcast fall morning in the Adirondack High Peaks. The first week of the Northern Zone bow hunting season was underway, and it was a day that I'll remember for the rest of my life. You see, bow season kicks off the hunting season, and I always welcome it with enthusiasm. It's a magical time of year that eases the blow of summer coming to an end. It's always sad to see those Adirondack summers go, but you know, fall brings a magic all its own. The chilled air, the smell and the warmth of a campfire, the colorful leaves on the trees, and the hunting. It is simply a beautiful time of year to be in the woods. Now, if you're not aware, hunting is really hard, period. Though it's exceptionally hard here in the Adirondacks, and especially in the zone that includes the High Peaks region, known as 5F. This region, however, these woods, these mountains, they are my home, therefore I do most of my hunting in this neck of the woods, for better or worse. So while a difficult task, it is one that I take head on every hunting season, knowing that it is going to be a grind, but fortunately, I am built for the grind. Hunting in the Adirondacks, often referred to as big woods hunting, usually consists of many, many miles walked, and often very few deer seen, if any. The current statistic is one deer for every two square miles. So like all things in the ADK, it's a tough, rugged country and not for the faint of heart. This bow season, I had an area in mind that I planned to make my prime early season hunting grounds. My hunting tactics tend to change later on in the season once rifle begins and the snow flies, but this was an ideal early season area to bow hunt while the deer were still in their normal routines, which involves eating, sleeping, and repeating. Earlier in the summer, my daughter and I hung some trail cameras in these woods, and the action was plentiful from the very first day we hung it. 
The action actually continued as well as the weeks went on. Bucks, does, rabbits, coyotes, fox, and even a black fisher crossed the beam of my camera at one point. It is a great piece of Adirondack woods. I will say though, the rabbit must have Hollywood aspirations given how often that thing appears on my camera. He's even cost me quite a few dollars in cell phone plan upgrades. My morning routine eventually even became wake up, pee, and look at the night's rabbit pictures from the trail camera. But needless to say, this area that I planned to bow hunt in the High Peaks region felt very promising and had lots of wildlife action. If you're not familiar in New York State, you get a doe tag and an either sex tag to fill during the archery season. And those particular tags, however, they're only valid during bow and muzzleloader season. Otherwise, they become void, unless you go and hunt elsewhere in the state in a bow-only unit. But for me, here in the Adirondacks, every year the clock is ticking to fill those doe tags from the second the season begins because there's only a certain amount of time that I can fill them, and it's time to do it. Opening day arrived on Wednesday, September 27th. The bow hunting season was officially here in the Adirondacks. And as luck and schedules would have it, though, I was not able to hunt opening day. A day that would see not one, but two does walk right past my camera only minutes after sunrise. You have got to be kidding me, I remember thinking to myself, receiving those trail camera pictures on my cell phone on opening day when I was not in the woods but I was at home. It was devastating to say the least. And given how many miles that I accumulate in the Adirondack woods during the hunting season, only to see very few deer throughout the season, it would have been an absolutely unbelievable moment to fill the freezer just 30 minutes into bow season. It would actually make a great story. But good thing it's helping to set up an even better story right now. So let's continue. Hey, remember that time I told you about a couple of does walking past my camera on opening day, but I was at home not hunting? Well, the following day, I was also home not hunting. And then an hour after sunrise, here you go, out walked a lone doe hungry for breakfast. Unbelievable. And as the old saying goes, you can't shoot a deer from inside your house, and it proved to be true. Two days into the 2023 hunting season and two missed opportunities because I was not out in the woods. And as a hardcore carnivore and someone whose primary hunting objectives is meat in the freezer and wilderness adventure, missing these two opportunities because I was not out there was a major disappointment. I dare even say it was a blow to morale to start the season, but you know, I had to brush it off. But that settled it. I was not going to miss another day. I was hunting tomorrow no matter what. So Friday, September 29th was going to be my opening day, day three of the 2023 bow season. So I woke up extra early from excitement that Friday morning. So early, I even managed to get a quick workout in before I left the house to go hunting. And then I gathered my gear, I loaded my van, and I headed off to the woods. All right, day one of the 2023 hunting season has officially begun. Let's do this thing. First, I got to get back to my spot and I'm going to have a nice morning sit. And uh, hopefully one of these deer I have on camera the last few mornings comes out and eats breakfast. Her final meal. Here we go. It was a calm, quiet morning as I began my half-mile walk back to my spot. 
The woods were a mix of hardwoods and evergreens, but I was headed to a small clearing nestled deep in those woods. And to get there, I started off on a trail until I arrive at a particular rock in a hill, and then I break off trail and I follow my compass heading due east until I arrive at the area that I'm looking for. And I made it back to that area via the light of my headlamp, and I snuck into my spot as quietly as possible right around 5.30 a.m. All right, we're settled in. Time to wait for the sun to rise. My anticipation was great. The first hunt of the year was officially off to the races. Now, most bow hunters hunt out of a tree stand, but I never really got around to hanging one. And in general, I tend to hunt from the ground anyways. Like anything, it has its pros and its cons, and it might be out of the ordinary, but uh, when hunting all around the Adirondacks and the High Peaks region, I opt to be as light as possible. Once I got to my area, I was set up behind a six-foot spruce tree, which is hidden from the game trail entrance to this little nook, we'll call it. And this way I was hidden, but still had a few good shooting lanes based on the runways that the deer use. Now the night was quiet. In that late September air, it was cool as the temperatures were in the mid 40s. It was a perfect, perfect night in the woods. And I knew I was gonna get a deer this morning. I could feel it in the air different does came out the last two mornings yeah this was gonna happen today so i sat there in my small portable stool that i hunt with and i waited for the sun to rise sitting alone in the darkness just enjoying the cool night air of the adirondack fall and before long the birds started chirping the squirrels and chipmunks were moving and the sun was lighting up the woods on this beautiful beautiful bluebird adirondack day And when you're hunting those pre and post dawn minutes, they're always so exciting since that's when most deer come out to play. But the minutes passed and the only animals that I saw were birds and chipmunks. And then before long, those minutes turned into an hour and then it turned into multiple hours. No deer, two, three hours gone by, nothing. Well, so far, uh, no sign of any deer yet. We'll see what happens. Gonna sit a little while longer. But it uh, figures that they both came out yesterday and not today. But uh, here we go. Why not uh, wait a little longer? And it figures the day that I showed up, the deer don't. But as the old cliche saying goes, that's why they call it hunting, not shooting. But you get pretty used to that here in the ADK. And I only had time for a morning hunt today, so I had to call it quits around 10 a.m. And then I made my way back to the trail and out of the woods all right well uh day one off to the start that i kind of assumed it probably would be but that's okay it's only the first day of the season we got plenty of time still to come as i quietly walked along the trail scanning the woods for movement i was kicking myself for missing the first couple days of this season the days when my freezer could have been filled minutes after sunrise and i remember thinking to myself I wonder if this is a sign that this is going to be a really hard season once again. So I left the woods and I headed back home. My first hunt of the 2023 season was officially in the books. It was a nice morning in the ADK, but zero deer seen. And the weekend came and I couldn't go back out until Monday. So once again, I was going to miss some days out there. On Sunday, however, I declared to my wife, I am going to get a deer this week. 
I decided that I was going into the woods every single day as long as it took this week because I knew the deer were in these woods and it was just a matter of time until I crossed paths with one. I just needed to be out there. You know, the more time you're in the woods, the more opportunities you get, right? And here in the Adirondacks, it is paramount. I've had seasons where I spent over 45 days running around the Adirondack backcountry without getting a single deer. It is tough hunting, but man, the adventure is hard to beat. So my strategy this week was in place. I was determined to fill the freezer with venison no matter how long it took. Sunday night came and off to sleep I went. Hunt number two and the beginning of Get a Deer Week was only a few hours from kickoff. Monday, October 2nd came and it was time to head back into the woods. So I loaded my bow and the rest of my gear back into my van and I left for the trailhead. Now I don't typically bring a backpack hunting since I prefer a fanny pack system to remain light and agile while moving through the woods, especially once there's snow on the ground. Gotta be light and able to move quickly. Which is funny because I take the polar opposite approach when I'm hiking, specifically in the high peaks, because I'm a textbook overpacker when I'm hiking. But when I'm hunting, I'm pretty minimalist. So I pulled up to the trailhead and it was time to hunt. I clicked on my headlamp, clipped on my pack, grabbed my bow and started into the woods. And I'm back, day two of the 2023 hunting season. Bow in hand, time to hit it again. Walking through the woods, gonna get to, uh, get to my spot, turn off. Head deeper into the woods and uh, try our luck today. Here we go. Being no stranger to the Adirondack hunting grind, I was mentally pacing myself, knowing that I was going to be out there all week long. As I hiked up the trail, I remember taking in the moment, and I even thought to myself, you know, four or five days from now, this moment right now of me walking to the area here on day one of Get a Deer Week, it's going to feel like it was years ago because I have so much hunting to come in front of me and I was ready for it. I came to my checkpoint in the woods and it was time to break off trail. So I headed east further into the woods, off the trail, out to my area. And like the other morning, I gently snuck in as quiet as a church mouse, set up my little stool behind the same spruce tree, and then I waited for sunrise. And once again, I was there ready to go at 5.30 a.m. with sunrise slated for 6.55 a.m., meaning legal shooting, which starts 30 minutes before sunrise, was at 6.25. So I was set up, ready to go one hour before shooting time, right on schedule. Time to enjoy a nice hour of darkness before the woods come alive when the sun comes up. All right, it's just after 5.30. I made it to my spot. I'm in my, my little nook here behind a tree. And uh, now we wait. Sunrise is 6.55, so a good hour to just chill and enjoy the dark, dark woods before the sun comes up. It's a nice, cool, cool night. And uh, yeah, I love this portion of the day, getting to be out in the woods as the sun comes up. It's a great time. But day two and day one of the Get a Deer Week is underway. Unfortunately, I didn't get a single photo of a deer all weekend here on my camera. But don't worry, though, I got plenty of pictures of that rabbit. No deer pictures, though just the rabbit and dozens of them. And it did have me slightly concerned, you know, maybe they moved on or maybe someone else got them. But, you know, I also knew at some point this week, something would show up. 
So as long as I was out hunting in this area, eventually I would cross paths with them. Does or bucks, it didn't really matter to me. I'm out there for meat and wilderness adventure, and I'm going to get both. I was determined. Of course, we can be determined, but you know, ultimately, the Adirondacks are going to determine that for you. But it was another quiet morning in the woods, despite the occasional gusts of swirling winds coming from every which direction. You know, playing the wind in the Adirondacks is usually a losing battle due to the ever-changing direction it blows, so you kind of just ignore it and just do your best, letting the wind do what the wind is going to do. And it was an overcast morning here in early October with a low 40s temperature, a more ideal temperature from the warmer weekend that we just had too, so I was actually pretty optimistic that the animals would be moving. And then first light hit and the birds started singing. Being in the woods when it's pitch black and then watching and listening to the forest wake up is always a treat. Whether you're on a summit for the sunrise or you're walking on a trail or just sitting next to a spruce tree, it never gets old. It's a privilege, really. As I sat there waiting for legal shooting time to arrive, I had an arrow knocked and my release around my wrist while my bow stood upright on the ground directly in front of me. It was almost game time and I was excited. It's always so exciting as the sun rises when you're out on the hunt. Despite what social media may lead you to believe, you know, 99% of the time when you're hunting, you are not shooting an animal. Well, unless you're Joe Donito, an absolutely killer Adirondack hunting legend. But for most of us mortals, yeah, you're not killing an animal 99% of the time that you're hunting. But that's why you put in the work for that 1% of the time. So with this in mind, I was pretty excited, but I was also pacing myself mentally for the week. Now, I didn't want to put too much hope into getting it done here on day one of Get a Deer Week, which ultimately could be why some mistakes were made today. But we'll get there. Legal shooting light came as the clock struck 6.25 a.m., 30 minutes before official sunrise. Now, most of the shooting lanes that I had in these woods were 20 yards with one 30-yard shot possibility. So in archery terms, pretty decent shots. Now, a lot can go wrong being that close and that intimate with the animal, especially when you're on the ground like myself as opposed to up in a tree. But this is what I was set up to do. And the woods were awake as the birds sang and the chipmunks and squirrels sprinted all around the trees. 30 minutes went by and the 6.55 sunrise officially arrived as I sat in my seat behind the spruce tree, overlooking the small clearing eyeballing the different entry points that the deer usually use, just waiting for one of them to walk in. I sat there with my bow in my hands, but no sign of deer yet. And you don't always see deer, especially in the Adirondacks, so not seeing deer was kind of expected. You know, it wasn't, it wasn't a surprise, which again is why I had to pace myself mentally for the week ahead. The adventure was going to be long and it was going to be hard, but man, I was here for it. I sat in my chair and I checked the time once again, 7 a.m., Oh, and I do practice shooting from a seated position in these scenarios in case you're wondering for all of you who might be wondering if I was going to shoot from a seat on the ground. But after sitting on my stool for over an hour, I needed to stretch my legs for just a quick minute. So I set my bow down, standing it upright with an arrow knocked on it, and I stood up behind the spruce tree directly next to my seat, just kind of stretching the legs a little bit, very gently, very quietly. I have a couple cameras in this area, and the majority of the time the deer enter, they come in on the other side of the clearing, which is why I chose to set up where I did, so I made sure to remain hidden from sight on that side of the woods while I stretched my legs. And I stood against the tree, 
and I decided to put my hands in my pockets for just a minute to warm them up since it was a little chilly, you know, before sitting back down into my post. Then it happened. As I stood there, hands in my pockets with my bow on the ground, like a silent phantom, in stepped a deer. Only it didn't enter the clearing where I anticipated. No, 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 no. It caught me by complete surprise and entered directly next to me. Oh, it wasn't a doe either. It was an eight-point buck. So, there I was, standing on the ground less than 10 yards away from an eight-point Adirondack buck, both hands in my pockets and my bow on the ground as the buck stared directly into my eyes. Crap. You got to be kidding me. The buck stared at me as my heart began pounding through my chest. Everything that could go wrong was currently going wrong. Talk about dumb, bad luck timing, maybe bad decisions, who knows, but bottom line, I had clearly made every mistake in the book over the last 30 seconds that I could possibly make. I knew in that moment that if the buck ran off, I could never forgive myself. But what could I do? My hands are in my pockets, my bow is on the ground, and the buck is 10 yards away from me, staring at me. And then, to make matters worse, as I stood there, stiff as a board, trying not to spook the buck, in walked two does behind him. Now there were not one, not two, but three deer within 10 yards of me, all staring into my soul while both of my hands remained in my pockets my heart beating rapidly, and my bow on the ground. What was I going to do? Well, I did the only thing I could do. I stayed deathly still. About 30 seconds after the buck first started staring at me, he finally dropped his head and continued moving into the clearing to start eating. The two does behind him, however, they were even more suspicious of me than he was. You see, the buck moved to the other side of the clearing and I could still see him out of my peripheral vision. But now I had bigger fish to fry because these two does were eating right in front of me. I was focused on three things, keeping my peripheral on the buck, not moving a single inch, and trying desperately to slow my heart rate down with long, deep, silent breaths through the nose, in and out, in and out. About a minute after this encounter began, though it did feel like an hour, the deer began doing what they came to do, feed. All right, I had a lot to accomplish now under some very difficult and not ideal circumstances. First, I needed to get both hands out of my pockets without making a single sound. Next, I needed to pick my bow up off the ground, get in a shooting position, wait for the deer to be in a position that I could actually shoot, draw back, aim, and shoot all while three different, very suspicious deer ate within 20 yards of me as I stood on the ground with them. What could possibly go wrong? Talk about an uphill battle that would have been extremely avoided had I stayed put sitting or I just sat back down, oh, 20 seconds earlier, 10 seconds earlier, or if I didn't have my hands in my pockets. 
But, you know, mistakes were made and there were a lot of them. But it was time to persevere. It was time to overcome and to figure out how to get it done, regardless of these circumstances. So that's what I was determined to do. This was the time to be strategic and stealthy. Something I clearly did not do well one minute earlier. Hey, but that's in the past. Now it's time to get it done. The buck was 20 yards off to my left where I originally anticipated the deer entering from the start. So I could still see him a little bit through the trees. The two small does, however, were directly in front of me. So it was time to start checking off the checklist. First, I had to get my hands out of my stupid pockets. Unbelievable. So slowly, I started trying to gently and silently slide them out without causing any quick sudden movement, no sound, so I don't spook the does right in front of me. So I started pulling them out. I kid you not, moving no more than an inch. And immediately, both does' heads shot up, staring straight at me. Their mouths continuing to chew. Okay, I thought to myself, this is ridiculous. I barely, I barely moved an inch. And you're sitting here telling me that you guys saw or you heard my movement? Come on. I mean, I know you guys are animals and you live in the woods, but come on, you didn't see me move. You didn't hear, I didn't make a sound. Yeah, I was a little angry. But anyways, this was clearly going to be the challenge of a lifetime. But I continued working on slowing my breathing and focusing on the first task at hand, which again, was getting my stupid hands out of my stupid pockets. It's really comical when you start to think about it though, isn't it? At least it makes for a really interesting story in my opinion. Lots of, uh, lots of eye rolling and uh, chuckles happening out there. So I continued trying to slow down my heart rate. Deep breaths in, deep breaths out. And every time the does would turn or they'd have their head down eating, I slowly slid my hands further out of my pocket. And then when one of them would look up at me, I would stop, not make a move. And then they'd go back to feeding and I'd slowly keep pulling them out of my pockets. And eventually I was able to get both hands out of my pockets. Okay, step one completed. On to step two. Now I needed to somehow pick up my bow off the ground. This was going to be a challenge. To make matters worse, at this point, one of the does started giving me the stomp. Oh, I was sure this was gonna be the moment that they all ran off. But I remained calm, I remained cool, and I remained collected as I stared down that little doe. Meanwhile, the buck was continuing to feed off to my left, and thankfully I could see that he was still there. So my bow was standing on the ground, upright on a bow jack down to my right. So with both hands down at my waist, I slowly moved my right hand over and grabbed the bow by the top of the riser. Very gently, very slowly, I got my fingers around it and slowly picked it up. Now remember, there's an arrow knocked on it right now, so it's kind of an awkward piece of equipment to pick up. All of my movements continued in between the does turning their heads and their bodies to eat while also keeping track of where that buck was. So inch by inch, I grabbed my bow and I slowly started to pick it up. I lifted the bow slowly and steadily up towards my body and then one of the does, who was again not happy with me, stomped once again and I stopped, standing stiff as a board while holding the bow still by the top riser in front of my body. It was super awkward, but it had to be done. 
Having that arrow knocked on the bow ready to shoot also made it even more bizarre and awkward to hold in that position. But what choice did I have? This is what I had to do, and I was determined to hold it there for five minutes if I had to. But I probably did hold it there for a good minute. And then a miracle occurred, sent down from the heavens. Both does turned their backs to me and started walking a few yards away towards the outside of the clearing. This gave me the opening that I needed to get my bow into my hands. So I slid my hand through the sling and finally had my bow in both hands ready to shoot. An absolute miracle. The does were in the woods in front of me now, roughly 20 yards away, just inside the tree line along the edge of the clearing, which felt like a mile compared to the eight to 10 yard distance they were feeding at while my hands were warm and cozy in my stupid pockets earlier. You know, every time I write that my hands were in my pockets, I honestly just shake my head. And I'm sure anyone listening is probably doing the same thing. Anyways, my bow was now in my hand. The does were further away and my movement was less detectable as the buck continued to feed off to the left side of the clearing. So I attached my release and I stayed close to the tree for cover. The does were still in sight, but they were just off in the woods a little ways in front of me. As someone who shoots his bow for fun all year long, I often draw back and I practice these long 60 second holds before releasing to build up that muscle tension and because of situations just like this. So the does were away from me now and the buck was still feeding. I had my bow in my hand and it was go time. I slowly, methodically and quietly drew back as the arrow pointed at the ground. Next, I gradually raised the bow brought my peep sight to my eye and aimed at the buck. Suddenly flashbacks to all those long hold training shots on my front lawn went through my brain. I was ready and expecting to hold that bow for minutes until I got the correct shot. Then another miracle happened. The buck simultaneously turned broadside and took one step forward. He was now behind two different trees, but I had a perfect shooting lane to thread the needle between the two trees. The only thing that was visible were his lungs. I honestly couldn't believe it. I stood there in a state of awe, bow drawn back, looking through the peep sight, my heart beating a mile a minute in disbelief that a shot was actually revealed and revealed this quickly. So there I was. Bow drawn back, ready to fire, pin locked behind the front shoulder. All I had to do was shoot. I was almost confused how such an ideal shot happened so quickly. How just a few minutes ago, there were no deer in this clearing, and then in walked three of them, followed by the stare down with my hands in my pockets and my bow on the ground. Now here I was, bow in hand, locked onto the lungs with a clear shot of this eight point buck. Suddenly, it was as if I had a voice in my head saying, James, what are you waiting for? Shoot, shoot, shoot. I let it rip. And it was one of those shots where you just know, got him. And it's an unbelievable feeling that's hard to describe to a non-hunter. The does took off running and the buck ran in their same direction. I followed him with my eyes, making sure to focus on where he ran as he escaped into the thick Adirondack woods. Oh my God, what just happened? Holy crap. I just got, I just got a shot off at the buck. What a crazy turn of events happened over the last 
two minutes, but it ended with a shot. Holy crap. I think he went down over here about 25, 30 yards into the woods, but I can't quite tell. But oh my God, I did not expect that to happen. But I've had that buck on camera a couple times, but he actually came in this morning and I got a shot off out of absolutely ridiculous circumstances. But all right, I'm gonna wait. I'm gonna wait about 15 minutes, 20 minutes before I move. But I feel like I saw him go down. I was super, super happy with the shot. I got him around 20 yards over here off to my left. And uh, yeah, I, th I think he's down, but I'm not positive. I'm gonna give it some, ch some time, get my heart rate down and then go check for blood. And uh, yes, we'll report back. I feel very good though. Holy crap though, I could not believe what just transpired over the last five minutes and that I was able to actually get a shot off given these wild circumstances. But I felt like I saw him drop and I caught the tiniest bit of movement with his antlers just through the trees. My heart continued to beat through my chest. I took deep breaths, but I felt very confident with the shot. And along with feeling like I saw him fall, I had very high hopes. All right, I'm checking for my arrow now and uh, walking over to the area where he was. He was about 17 yards from me, 18 yards. And um, all right, uh, oh, there's the arrow stuck into a tree. Clearly I either missed or passed through. Oh, it is covered in blood. Yes, yes, this is good. All right, I knew I felt very good about the shot. All right, that arrow's not coming out of the tree real quickly. All right, looking for some blood. Um, let's see, blood, blood, blood. Okay, no, no, all right. Let's find some blood here. It's gotta be some somewhere. The arrow's covered, oh, here we go. Yes, 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 yes. All right, all right. All right, it's been about, I think 20 minutes since I shot and uh, the arrow's covered in blood. Here's the blood trail. I'm gonna start. I feel like I saw him go down. I feel like I saw him just shit. You know, I could see the antlers through the trees out in the woods, but I'm gonna start, start walking and hopefully he's down and I don't bump him. All right, oh, here's some more blood. All right, this is good. There's some more blood. Step over this log over here. And, um, all right, uh, he went down some, I think it went down. Somewhere over here. There he is, yes! Oh, he is down, he's dead. Thank you, Jesus. Wow. Yes. Holy crap. Holy crap. I can't believe what just happened this morning. All right. Here he is up against the tree. This feeling right now is just any hunter can understand this feeling as you walk up to the deer and he's down or she's down. Oh. What a story this one's gonna be. Um, let's just say I got caught off guard, but 
I kept my cool and now we have a deer. And uh, one, two, three, four. And an eight pointer. So freaking awesome. Oh, all right. Wasn't expecting this on uh, day one, morning one of this week long hunt, but man, will I take it. Okay, time to, time to gut him and get him out of the woods. Oh my God. So awesome. 7.27 a.m. I saw the mound of brown and the antlers against a small maple tree. Big buck down. Hallelujah. Well, medium buck. We'll call him medium buck. Medium buck down. And I watched him for a few moments in the woods before going closer to him, but it was evident that he expired. He was exactly where I thought I saw him fall down, no more than 20 yards from the clearing. I walked up to him with nothing but joy, thankfulness, and excitement in my heart. My Adirondack archery buck was down. What a wild ride it was. The shot was a clean double lung pass through, and the deer was dead within 20 seconds. The best case scenario any hunter can ask for. Especially here in the thick Adirondack woods where a deer could run 50 yards and you may never find it. So I called my wife and enthusiastically said, I got the buck. All right, calling my wife right now. Hey, I got the buck. Yeah. Oh my God. He came out right after the sun came out. Just after sunrise. Yeah, all right, I'll be home when I'm home. All right, love you. She was thrilled and said, see you when you get home. So less than 30 minutes into day one of Get a Deer Week, I was standing over not just a deer, but an eight-point Adirondack buck. I was thrilled beyond words. All right, the deer is gutted. What an amazing morning. I could not ask for anything better. An Adirondack buck with my bow. Man, this is one for the books. Time to drag him out of the woods. It's about a half a mile drag, a little bit more. But overall, it's not going to be too bad. You know, it's, <clears throat> I kind of trained for this all year long, so we should do just fine. But here we go. Start dragging, dragging him out of the woods. What a great day. What started as an oh no moment, followed by a series of remaining calm under pressure, strategic moves and making it count in the clutch, concluded with a fairy tale ending. I was blessed beyond belief that day. I wasted no time gutting the deer before starting the half mile drag out of the woods. Fortunately, the drag was short compared to many drags here in the ADK, but when you're riding that high, half a mile feels like nothing. All right, gotta load this deer into the van. I got him out of the woods. Uh, the drag was fine. I was just on cloud nine, so I probably could have dragged him miles. Um, what an awesome feeling and an awesome day. And it's not very late into the morning here. Um, all right, so I have a little, I have a little kiddie pool that rides around in my van during hunting season for this exact uh, situation. This pool has held plenty of deer, so kind of funny, but also familiar and an amazing feeling. So I pull the kiddie pool out of the pool or out of the van, load him up, and then lift him into, into my van, and then I'm gonna get him home and get him hung up. But 
What a morning. What a, what a day one here on my get a deer week. And it happened first thing in the morning. And it is, uh, it's a pretty, uh, pretty wild story. But all right, time to get him into the van. I got the buck out of the woods, loaded him into a kid's swimming pool that lives inside my van during hunting season. I got home and got him hung up and filled with ice. A week into the 2023 bow season and my freezer was already filled with meat from a great Adirondack deer. I am blessed beyond words. Having had seasons of nonstop grinds with endless miles in the woods, dozens of 4 a.m. wake-ups, and coming up short, it was an absolutely amazing feeling to have one of those early season success stories. What a dream day. And if you ask me, despite the whole snafu when the buck walked in, I'd say it made for a pretty fun story to tell. A few days later, I processed and butchered the deer on my kitchen table, and I got him in my freezer. My eight-point Adirondack archery buck with a split-brow tine will forever be remembered as the split-brow buck. I'm forever grateful for this deer, the meat he's provided my family, and these Adirondack mountains that I get to adventure in and call home. Deer is loaded up in the van. Time to go home. What a day. So stoked, so blessed. This deer uh, will be one I remember forever. And uh, yeah, the meat will be, will be uh, enjoyed very much. All right. Just so stoked. It's like I don't want to leave the woods right now because it's just such an amazing feeling. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.